welcome everyone to the cruise rant. Now, I know I was supposed to upload a video yesterday, or not a video, I should say, don't take that back. I was supposed to have done a podcast yesterday for everybody, but I had a headache going on. I just wasn't in the mood to record anything, let's be honest here. But one thing that's been on my mind, not even on my mind, because it keeps getting showed up every time I'm on Twitter, it is the whole Dragon Ball Super. Now, before I even go into crazy details about Dragon Ball Super, I will say this. Me and Thomas, we did do a podcast over it. It's on my YouTube channel, Mr. Andre94. We ranked all four Dragon Ball series or whatever. So we we did like two hours of uh, podcasting that time. And so we talked about the Dragon Ball stuff already. But now I have to go into more details because... Every time I'm on Twitter, they all try to compare, which is crazy to me, that you're comparing Dragon Ball Super and Dragon Ball GT. I'm like, that's cute. However, despite that being cute, let's be quite honest here. Let me be quite honest with you guys. You're not supposed to compare the two. One of the reasons why you're not supposed to compare the two, that's because Dragon Ball Super, at the end of all... At in all be all, Dragon Ball Super was supposed to be not only the best out of the entire Dragon Ball series, but it was also right now supposed to be running as the greatest anime show that is running at this point of time. I know you think you're like, why, why would you say that? Man, let's talk about it right quick, right? Let's talk about it. First off, you have the great, you, you have the great uh Torama doing his thing, right? He set this all up. He he does all the Dragon Ball stuff. We we seen Dragon Ball, we seen Dragon Ball Z, we seen GT, all that. And the fact that he came back to try to give us Dragon Ball Super, to me and my personal opinion, the way I seen it, especially with a lot of the animated shows that were still going, a lot of the mangas that were picking up and going in a certain direction when it comes to anime wise. I felt like there was no necessary, there was nothing. First of all, I wasn't even a fan of them bringing back Dragon Ball because I didn't feel like there was going to be anything that would make it worthwhile, quite honestly. I was like, I was like we're bringing this back, but for, for what? What's the, what's, the, what's the purpose of that? And his purpose was to, basically, as you can tell, continue pushing the storyline. But I felt like the storyline was done and over with by the time we hit Dragon Ball GT. That's Dragon Ball GT. That's not including Dragon Ball, uh, Dragon Ball Super, or Dragon Ball whatever. You know what I'm saying? I was just saying that Dragon Ball GT wise, GT wise, they left it off on a pretty awesome note. Dragon Ball Z also left it off on an interesting note too. So I didn't see a reason to continue writing a story that pretty much had its ending. In my personal view, the way I see things, because despite what everybody likes to say about Dragon Ball GT. In my personal opinion, Dragon Ball GT did something that satisfied fans at that time period, not only for what they were doing when it comes to the storylines and the arc and the what's the end goal for the Dragon Ball characters at this moment in time, but it also hit on some interesting things like the Majin, like not the Majin Buu, well, like the baby arc to me was very unique. It was different. It a little bit it shed a little backstory about the Saiyan race because we all know the Saiyan race was 
a pretty OP break on whatever it wanted to, right? So it was very interesting that it was a group called the Tuffles that was there that destroyed their planet, and that's the reason why Baby wants his wants his revenge because the Saiyans did this to his home planet. That's something that we don't. That's something they don't really dive into when it comes to the Dragon Ball universe. Is that despite the Saiyans being who they are, and we're supposed to be in love with the Saiyans. We can't forget that these Saiyans also appeared on different planets and were taking them over. And in this storyline here, while yes, that still happened, this was under their own, you know, on a core. One could argue that the freak that them taking over planets was because Frieza told him to. But we can't also remember, we can't also forget that they've done that by themselves also. We can't just seem like, ah, nah, they never, they wouldn't do it. Like, yes, they was rabid animals fighting and taking over planets that had life form and stuff on it. Other people was living on those planets and not only did they decide to take it over, they destroyed and killed so many people that to a lot of those races the Saiyans are still bad people. It's because Goku ain't a bad person. That's because Goku wasn't there doing that stuff. He wasn't even he wasn't even around when they was doing that. Vegeta was around when he was doing it. I mean, Vegeta was around doing the stuff. So to me that was more interesting than anything that there was a, a race of clan that survived the attack of the Saiyans and wanted revenge because of it. That's an interesting story. Then Super 17, nah, nah, we, we, we ain't gonna talk about Super 17. That was kind of a short filler arc almost. That was just that was interesting, I guess. You can call that interesting if you want to. I wouldn't call it too in. I think the concept of Android Super 17 was interesting, but the execution and things of Android Super 17 wasn't as, you know, as it, it could have been better. Let's be honest. It could have easily been better, but it wasn't because, you know, writing, you know, <laughs> writing-wise, it just, that just wasn't it. It just wasn't it. And then you move over... And you get to the Shadow Dragons arc. Shadow Dragons arc was a very interesting arc, considering there was a payback for using up the Dragon Balls as much as they had. Something that no other show can sit there and actually had a reason for it. Dragon Ball Z and stuff didn't have a reason for it. So, you know what I'm saying? That's different. But let me continue going deep details about why I feel like Super missed this mark. Man. If you sit here and think about it, you can go. We can go through every single arc. Like I said, we, me and T, me and Thomas, we talked about this already. But I had to go more in detail because I keep seeing this same argument. It's stupidity. I keep reading. Basically, what I look at it like this: I only count the first two arcs because they're just a retooling, re retelling of the movies that happened: the Battle of Gods and and Frieza's Return. First of all, Battle of the Gods, I think that was a pretty good pretty good movie in arc. The problem I had is the whole design of the god of the god form. It is because it looks like this Kaioken part two. And we've done Kaioken, right? We've we have we done Kaioken, we're surpassed Kaioken, so I didn't see a reason why that was a design. I felt like it should be more I don't even know. Like a Super Saiyan God, I would assume it'd be having like we got our god. Uh, we got the Super Saiyan part, but then, like, it's that times two or something. Like, it gets wild or something. I have no idea. I just don't like the design of it. It's cool. I've seen, like, 
of course, if you see some concept art of it from people that made it, he has one to where like he's really buff still, and he has like some tat like a tattoo markings or something that showcase that he's reached a god form. So I don't want to sit here and look at him like, oh, yeah, he's God, I guess, because the red, because the it looks red, and that's about it. It's like, well, Kyle Ken is also red, so what's the difference? You know what I'm saying? I didn't like that. I didn't like that part. I like the whole Beerus coming in and wanting to fight a Super Saiyan God. To me, I still feel like that there's still a storyline to be written in there. Because my personal opinion, like I said, this the way to make Dragon Ball Super even better, in my personal opinion, is that the concept art of Super Saiyan 4 mixes that in with the God key that is the God transformation because we've gone through Dragon Ball and one thing about Dragon Ball that we always say especially with the Super Saiyans is that the 8 form which was the very first Super Saiyan that we keep hearing about that the first Super Saiyan was a giant 8 a giant golden 8 Super Saiyan and that was the very first known Super Saiyan of the Saiyans race that's what it's always, and they always hyped it up to be that's what the Saiyans are supposed to look like once they hit that level. That's what they're supposed to look like. That's what they're supposed to look like. That's what they look like. So then you we, we get to the point to where they are set, they're, we're, we're Super Saiyans, but we're not eight Super Saiyans. We're just, the grade eight form is just a form. And that's the reason why they kept using the grade eight form for so long because eventually they assumed that after a certain while, one of them would turn golden and they'll be the first, they'll be the legendary super saiyan that's what it's always been about so in my personal opinion to combine that theory i always say that i wish in various embarrasses dreams he fought the legendary super saiyan and while the outlook of it looks like uh i don't know why people kept saying it looked like vegeta because the hair and stuff like yeah that's cool and stuff but i feel like the outlook of it just like from the vision that he was having I think that Super Saiyan God, I think it also had a tail, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, I'm going to have to do a quick, 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 quick research on that to make sure I'm not tripping. But I feel like that was what Beerus dreamed of was uh, a Saiyan with a tail. And that was a part of his dream. And if it's not, then that's fine. But however, I believe... That right there should equal God tier power. Is them activating, having complete control over the ape form or something to the point to where he looks like a God, a God tier character. It just looks like God tier character. It doesn't look like just whatever this red is because the red is it's all right, but it's not what we all it's not something I personally would see when it comes to the Super Saiyan God transformation. If you can go, you can right now, you can Google Super Saiyan God and they have what it looks like now, but it also has a lot of different people's different version of it and people activating this transformation and stuff and everybody looks pretty, they look even better with these activations than anything else. And... I'm just a little confused on why that wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't formed that way. There's some with Reddit to where you have Super Saiyan 4, but it's just all golden because that's the Super Saiyan God transformation, you know what I'm saying? That's how I can tell. Um, yeah, I found it. Okay, so in his dream, the, the character did not... Yeah, yeah, there it is right there. In the dream, it looked like 
in his dream, it looked like the Super Saiyan God character looked like Vegeta to an extent. It didn't have a tail, but one can also add in that it probably they probably did have a tail back then. Because no one knew about Super Saiyan transformations in the first place. So you add in a tail to it, you got a better story, in my personal opinion. In my personal opinion. I feel like that's the true activation of the Saiyans, is that their real power is acquiring that grade eight form and then taking that grade eight form to the next level and that's super saiyan 4 and super saiyan 4 makes that with god's powers and that's what their true transformation should be that's one thing i always agreed with when it came to dragon ball uh gt was the fact that they was able to get to that point of getting a grade 8 form and then going surpass the grade 8 form what if we had complete control over the grade 8 form because why yes vegeta was able to talk and had control of it but whatever he was able to condense the power that he did get from the great ape form into a transformation to where he doesn't have to take the form of an ape but instead he has his human form again and to me that sounds 10 times better than just ah, let's toss some red on it right that, to me that would have been a uh, even an epic more battle if Beerus is doing that version of a god form but even then even then so we can take that away in Dragon Ball Super it's being showcased, it's been told multiple, multiple, multiple times that despite the fight that Beerus did with Goku, he still wasn't on a god's level. His level is still way higher. So potentially he's only probably used, what, 10%? And that's not even, that's not even counting if he was really having, truly fighting for real or not. He was fighting just to fight. He was having fun. He didn't even reach his real transformation. He was pretty much training Goku in the fight. Because Goku just achieved this new transformation. Right there, that should tell you that the dream that he had, that Beerus had, versus the Super Saiyan God has not been met yet. That Goku and Vegeta acquiring God Key is one thing, but truly being on a God level with that God Key at the exact same time is two different worlds that Beerus can't reach. That's the reason why Beerus is still sticking around. I think, in my personal opinion, when it comes to Dragon Ball Super, that Beerus and Whis sticks around because that same dream that Beerus been having from day one about a Super Saiyan God coming to confront him, he has yet, he has yet to fight that Super Saiyan God. So if he has yet to fight that Super Saiyan God to have his true satisfaction as a God of Destruction, he would not retire as a God of Destruction until that happened. And the fact that they... Even so far in the manga, they've pushed so far away from that. I don't think he's ever going to retire as a god of destruction at this moment of time. They're going to have to hit that level. And I don't think they will ever hit that level going forward until they can really pull that out. In my personal opinion, that's how I look at it. But that's one level. Now you go to Freeze Art. The Freeze arc again. I hate Free- uh, the fact that they brought back Freeze. I I disliked it from as soon as they said they was gonna bring him back and they was gonna put him on the level of the Sands. I said, dude. I said we're talking about years. We're talking about at least by the end, at least ten years, right? At least ten years and passed by. That's minimal. Minimal ten years has passed by since the last time Freeza was a threat to the Sands, and that version of Freeza was only. I'm going to say it again. That version of Frieza was only Super Saiyan level of a threat. 
And that was fresh new Super Saiyan. Similar how Beerus fought a freshly new Super Saiyan guy. Frieza was a on the was right underneath the fresh level Super Saiyan that Goku had just received. He was nowhere near, not even close to a threat to them. Nowhere near close. And the fact that they brought him back and they said all he needed to do was train. And once he trained, he's on a level of the gods. How sway in four months can a character like Frieza, despite all this stuff, can be on the same level of Saiyans that that surpassed him ten a minimal ten years ago, and they've been training nonstop, always training, always fighting. They took on Majin Buu. Frieza himself said that his father told him never to encounter the God of Destruction Beerus or Majin Buu. The two main threats in his life have always been Majin Buu and Beerus. Majin Buu, a universal threat. Day one universal threat. Popped up the shore of the planet. GG survived all that. He's a universal, he's basically a universal threat walking into the Dragon Ball Z universe. And Frieza's father told him, do not encounter him or fight against him because you will die. And then Beerus, universal threat himself, basically. Destroyer of worlds, destroyer of universes. A god of destruction, legitimately. Those are the two people his father, King Cole, said never to encounter or fight against because he's going to take that L. And you're going to sit here and tell me that Frieza reached that level of Majin Buu with basic training. I don't believe it. I do not believe it. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't believe it. I think that's fake. I think no. No, 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 no. So you bring that back and you tell him four months he's able to train, he's on that level. Alright, whatever. Most of the problem I have with the anime more than the manga, in the anime, they had them activate, well, they did this in the manga too, Super Saiyan Blue. I don't think y'all remember. Super Saiyan Blue was only 10% of the God Key and 90% of the Super of the Saiyan Key. And that's how they got Super Saiyan Blue. It's been a long time since they said that, but that's basically what that is. And people kept telling me that Super Saiyan Blue was absolutely more powerful than Super Saiyan Red or the Super Saiyan God form. I say, explain to me how. Because, in my personal opinion, if they train in just Super Saiyan God form, their powers will eventually get to the point of where Barris want them to be at. Super Saiyan Blue only takes 10% of that power that Goku used. That 10% of that power that he ended up attaining from the God Key. And he was able to pretty much... They pretty much made it to where they had to use Super Saiyan involve a little bit of that God Key to have a transformation that they can willingly use at willpower every single time. To me, that didn't make any sense. That still doesn't make sense to this day. Even with the blue and stuff, that still doesn't make sense because why would I need that when I literally have a better transformation in red than I do in blue? And blue, they have always said it was stamina problems. They've said that from day one. It was stamina problem, stamina problem, stamina problem. But yet, y'all must tell me that, that, that that's better. They said they have a stamina problem. They can't, they exert so much energy, they can lose so much energy from blue. Red didn't have that problem. Red had no problems at all. 
you're faster, which has been showcased when Goku fought uh, Dispo in the Tournament of Power. He was faster and able to keep up with him in red than he was in blue. Not only is that, but red also heals. He has, they literally, they can heal in that transformation. Blue can't heal. Blue cannot heal. So faster healing techniques, ain't that two of the main things you want in your anime when it comes to uh, God Key transformation? Is to be able to heal and move faster and hit harder. Blue, you probably hit harder, but that's because they have to stack so much stuff on there to make it a threat. I, and that's what they kept pushing, that blue was stronger than red. I don't see it because I feel like red is the absolute most powerful form that just needed training into that. Can you imagine if they had the Super Saiyan God form and they can train in that 24-7, similar how they did with Super Saiyan, and they can achieve the next level of the God Key because the God Key's max is what Beerus wants? Man, you can't. Come on now. So you keep it going with the storyline. Like, so after all that drama with, with that, and then you got the the whole Freezer thing, and I'm about to say this another one. I'm sorry, y'all. It's taking me like a couple of days to, to do this. You know, you got to you gotta have momentum to, to hit these up. Anyway, so the Freezer arc, I was done and over with as soon as they introduced Freezer back because I'm not interested in seeing Freezer returning. It's, it's Freezer. It's Freezer. I, I did not care. So the fact that they did the, you know, having just 10% of God power, 90% of sand power. I said, that's, 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 that's bull crap. That's just bull crap. So we can skip those two. So we're going to skip that because I don't want to go back in the details. I already talked about it. So the first real, real legit art for Dragon Ball Super. Like I said, I've done this review already, but this is my last time talking about it. I don't want to talk about it until it's finally, finally over. I'm going to do a major, I'm going to do it even worse. It's going to be even worse. The review is going to be even worse when I, when I get to it. You get the Universe 6 versus Universe 7 arc. Now, this one's a very interesting thing to, an, to a certain extent because it was a whole different universe they was bringing in that says very identical to Universe, I think it was Universe 7 is what our, our universe is in Dragon Ball Z. So, that was like, it's about the same, um, they're about identical, right? Because Beerus is brother is champa champa is like a fat version of beerus and basically the only thing that's slow the reason why beerus is i mean the reason yeah the reason why beerus is only stronger than champa is because champa is out of shape that's it that's the only legit reason other than that they're literally right there neck to neck with one another so that does not surprise me and in that arc alone despite what goku accomplished with adding Kaioken to his Super Saiyan Blue transformation, which just showcased to me that Blue is definitely, in my personal opinion, Blue is still nowhere near stronger than Red, because you have to you have to stack, you have to stack more stuff onto a God transformation. And I ain't gonna do it. And I ain't gonna do it. I'm just saying. And despite that, Beerus and Champa was going at it. They were so strong and so powerful that they was gonna destroy... And the manga-wise, they was going to destroy universe if they kept going back and forth. They were destroying. They was already destroying planets off of pure fighting. Not even going full power yet. So both of the Vados and Wiz had to stop them. Like I said, y'all stop, stop, stop before y'all blow up a universe. Dang. And Goku and Vegeta was scared and hiding because it's two gods of destruction. So right there could showcase you the differences in the power in between them and the gods of destruction. Once again, rolling back to 
wish y'all just train in the God key and master the guy transformation and then add and then go into depth more with the God transformation because you're up here hiding when two gods are fighting and you're supposed to be on that level eventually. Right. So they get Universe 6 versus Universe 7. Universe 7 consisted of, let me see, let me make sure I got this right. It was Goku, Vegeta, Piccolo. It was this one guy who wasn't strong at all. Was it four people? It was five people, but I don't remember the fifth person that was supposed to have been part of uh, Virginia. It wasn't. It wasn't Gohan. No, he didn't fight. Now I wish he did, but it was somebody else. We're missing. It was somebody else. We're missing for Universe Seven, and then Universe Six didn't have any characters minus two of them that was legitimately important when you get down to the nitty gritty. And even then, it was only one person. So, the first person they did with was this pretty much Winnie the Pooh-looking bear fighter. Whatever his name was. I don't remember his name. So, he comes in, and he seemed like he's strong, but he wasn't that strong. He was nothing. He was nothing. Let's be honest. He wasn't that strong. He wasn't anything important. Nothing. Next up was this giant robot deal. This giant robot deal was, like, really powerful. And it was pushing to the fact that they had to use Super Saiyan Blue, uh, Vegeta did, to try to push back. And it still wasn't working because that sounded like the machine. I said, okay, we got to I said, okay, this machine is kind of crazy. Up until, if you call it a name, it breaks down and starts crying. I said, oh. Oh, well, this is a child's anime is what I'm watching. Okay. I didn't know I was watching children's anime. If I'd have known that, I wouldn't have bothered. I was like, alrighty. Next up, you had a character named Frost. And Frost was Frieza. Dragon Ball Z Frieza, not Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball Z Frieza. Meaning he was still in his first form, and we already know what he does. It was nothing surprised me. Nothing at all. He was not that strong. He was not... The fact that he was like... Oh, you already know about this transformation? Yes, because we fought we, we we fought Frieza. We fought somebody that was ten times stronger than you already. We we did this already. Copy and paste. We really did this already. There's no need there's no need at all for you to be hiding any of your powers. Go max out. Like literally max out. I don't think the only reason why he sounded interesting is because he was able to beat beat them, but he was cheating. So he was he he used a needle thing that that's it. That was the only thing that's... Yeah, that was it. Other than that, like I said, he was basic Super Saiyan level. First Super Saiyan, Dragon Ball Z, Goku transformation. That's what level he was. He was probably weaker than that. He's probably weaker than full full, full power Freezer too. So, that was embarrassing. That was just... That was a waste of time. Next up was Kappa. And he was awesome. He was pretty cool. A Saiyan. I was like, okay, we got a Saiyan cool. But the saying, but see, this thing a lot of people probably didn't understood was like, I he's he's here, but he's not that strong. Oh, he's strong. He just they just never seen the Super Saiyan transformation. That's that's the big difference. They never seen the transformation of a Super Saiyan. So that's the first time he's ever seen that before, and no one in his planet on in his universe does that. So you had a little teachable moment, Vegeta showcasing him how to become one, and that was that was cool. That was cool. I think the messed up part about it is. Vegeta going to Super Saiyan Blue is like, yeah, this is what you want to reach. Like, no one wants to reach Super Saiyan Blue, dog. Like, right now, they're Super Saiyans. They're, they're, they just now, they got the strength 
empowered to go Super Saiyan, but they don't have the strength to reach blue yet. No, that's not happening. They're not even close yet. They're not. No, 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 no. Just stop. Just stop. And I was like, ew, why is it blue? Like, oh, this is what you want to read, Super Saiyan Blue. Like, Super Saiyan Blue. Like, why why, why he couldn't just go to Super Saiyan God form and say, this is the form that you want to accomplish. This is this is the form of the gods. This is what you want to get, not Super Saiyan Blue. But, no, no. It's, it's idiotic. I, I, didn't, I dislike all of that because it's like, ew. Not Blue. Super Saiyan God is better. Stop it. Who? Anyway. Last person that was really important was Hit. Only character in there that was an assassin that was on their level and surpassed their level despite having to hold back because he can't because he wasn't allowed to kill. He was awesome. It was awesome. Time skipping all that. Of course, we have to go old fashioned. Oh, I'm Goku. I can just adjust to what's going on and I win. GG. Horrible. I hate. I hate plot. Plot. I hate plot armor for character for main characters. Oh my god! I said, really, we couldn't. That's the only thing. Oh, I'll just jump forward, nigga. How? How, Goku? How? How? You don't even know how it works. You're just assuming. And we're supposed to remember. That, oh, he's a fighting genius. Like he's not a freaking fighting genius. He's an idiot. He's a moron. He's not. No, he's not a whatever. After that arc, you know they got fillers here and there. We don't go with fillers over here. We go to the Goku Black Art. And people love it still. I, I see it on Twitter all the time. Like, oh, yeah, Goku Black Art was awesome. It was decent, but it was very confusing about how everything was going. Everything that they explained, it made it even more confusing because it didn't make sense. The Goku Black Art happened in Future Trunks' timeline. We start off right there, future trunks, every time something that every time an opponent pops up, he always going back to the past. Like, dude, stay in your universe, dude. Get your own powers, man. So And he pops up in that universe. But in that universe, Goku and everybody's dead already. So it's just trunks and Bulma from the Saiyan from the Z Fighters. That's it. Everybody else is only new people. But somehow Zamasu went to another universe to get Goku, to get the body of Goku, and create basically Goku Black. That didn't make sense to me, because now you have a universe to where Goku Black, Goku, like that Goku is no longer around, and that Goku, and that version of Goku killed Chi-Chi and Goten. But that doesn't make sense, because then what's going on in that universe there? You know what I'm saying? That None of that stuff makes sense. You can't go back in time and it didn't make it better that Goku fought Zumasu 1v1 and pretty much demolished, demolished him so he wasn't a real threat. Zumasu was never a real threat. They could have just killed him right there and called it GG's, but they didn't do that. And they waited for so long to do it. And then Bears got mad because his because of, of different versions of him was killed already. It's just a bunch of like it felt like a bunch of stuff that they were just tossing out just to try to push a storyline. And I I was not okay with it. I was not okay with any of it. I was like, what is going on here? It's too much. It's too much, man. Y'all doing too much. Y'all making me tired. Y'all doing too much. The only thing positive, really, the only couple things that's positive and stuff stuff that made me upset really was we got to see uh, Gogeta. Got to see uh, not Gogeta. We got to see Vegito come back. And they fixed the 
portion earrings um, argument that was even, even even in Z you can talk about that because Z they, they did that there and then their bodies spread apart but everybody's assuming because they was inside Majin Buu it's like no the time limit ran out or whatever and then we got to see Vegito uh, Trunks get a random power boost for no no good reasons zero reasons he just got a random power boost he had this aura with some gold about his Super Saiyan rage that doesn't make sense because why is he got blue aura mixed with the Super Saiyan? Uh, that's like saying he's pretty much God form. I, I hated that. Not a fan of that stuff. I hate. I hate when they do stuff like that. I don't. I don't. Because it don't make sense and they don't explain it. That's pretty. That's that's legitimately the whole story. I didn't care anything else about it. He saw Gohan. Didn't really care. Tomorrow I'll just let Gohan be a family man. That uh uh-uh. uh. This wasn't a fan of none of that. Not a fan. Last arc, Tournament of Power. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. Filler arc. Sorry. Tournament of Power is supposed to be important. It was only important for filler. The whole the whole, the whole, whole tournament was nothing but filler. The opportunity to bring in and create so many brand new unique characters. Even potentially making a GT, a GT Universe canon. All this stuff to be canon and stuff. Which would be even more epic. They did not go with that. They decided to go with complete trash, in my personal opinion. Only three universes matter was Universe 6, 7, and 11, which was the Pride Troopers. That was it. Everything else was legit boring. Jiren was epic. Uh, Topal in his God of Destruction form was awesome. Other than that, everything else was just complete filler. The fact that Matt, when the, the fact they brought in Master Roshi, Master Roshi was able to fight and determine a power for as long as he did and eliminate people right there that's when i knew nothing that was nothing but straight filler like the majority of that field was nothing but weak filler because i because my personal opinion because we did this argument we did we, we had this argument on the podcast before i was like i feel like master roshi was weaker than he's half been since what since dragon ball because he doesn't train anymore he just sits around watches tv he doesn't go out actively training he doesn't go fight anybody he don't martial arts he just don't do that like tn tn still does that he runs a whole school of martial artists so he's always training that makes sense but in my person i was like master roshi like ah i don't i don't i didn't see it i don't i didn't see it and i don't see it but they was like yeah 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 you know he's still strong enough to um yeah, he's strong enough to be in this tournament of power. Oh, with Yamcha? Like, Yamcha? Literally, Yamcha, the guy? Oh, she is here. Anyway, don't matter. No, it's... Never mind. Never mind. Anyway, that was random. Uh, Yamcha, yeah. As I said, how... As I said, so Master Roshi over Yamcha, even though Yamcha surpassed Master Roshi back in the past in Dragon Ball, at one point he surpassed him. Because you know how I know? Because I manga read it. And when I manga read it, even uh, Master Roshi is like, yeah, I can't train these guys because they literally surpassed me already. And people want to downplay that. Like, no, Yamcha surpassed Master Roshi a long time ago. It was in Dragon Ball that he passed him. He passed him in Dragon Ball after he trained with him and stuff and he got stronger. He surpassed him. But they didn't want Yamcha. They thought it was a joke and they said Master Roshi. I was like, wow. Now, I would say that I think Yamcha himself probably wouldn't be as strong either. But I think if they, if he knew he had to be in this tournament of power, he needed to train his tail off. He could have trained his tail off and he would have been good to go. Better than Master Roshi. I would believe that 
the weakest member of that of Team Seven, Team Seven of Universe Seven would have been Yamcha. I would have been, I would have been even better with that, because don't forget they did go off and train with some Supreme Kai, King Kai, or whatever, King Kai, and they surpassed uh, Radish and Nappa. Not Vegeta though, of course. They surpassed them two though, and got even stronger. So, uh, other than that, I love seeing Gohan, Ultimate Gohan, Mister Gohan back. I love the way they did the manga. I like the manga better than I did the turn than the anime version because Gohan really didn't fight anybody too impressive. He fought Despo, but that's about it. That's the impressive they was like trying to max him out to, especially Mister Gohan, which was the strongest non-fusion character in the Dragon Ball Z universe, and that's where we're gonna stop at. I love the manga because in the manga he fought uh, um, Khalifa. Khalifa and Homegirl, Berserk Girl, whatever they fused, he fought them in his ba He fought them at 1v1. You remember, it took Ultra Instinct Goku to fight and beat her, the fusion, with the portion earring fusion. It took him to defeat her. In the manga, it was Mystic Gohan beating her in 1v1. Or I think they stalemated. Either stalemated or he beat her. Whatever, whatever the one. But he beat her. So I love that one better than I do him fighting Dispo. That's just me. And then, of course, in Tournament of Power, Dispo's with speed was so was too much for Super Saiyan Blue, but guess what? Guess what was able to catch up to? Super Saiyan God did. So once again, why, why Super Saiyan God is not the fun? Anyway. Anyway, I'm not going to go into details with that. Uh, Mr. Gohan, was, like I said, it's my favorite character. Gohan is my favorite character. Mr. Gohan, to me, is elite of the elite, and I love watching him fight because he's awesome, and I feel like... He's one of the guys that could have gotten another increase in power. I always, I, the way I wrote, see the thing with Dragon, see that's that's my end of my Dragon Ball Super Red because I'm gonna keep, I could keep going, I'm not going to because we got the manga going on. I stopped reading the manga a long time ago. Whatever, whatever, blah 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 blah. The way I rewrote, the, the way I did Dragon Ball Super, if y'all want to know the way I wrote Dragon Ball Super, the way I wrote Dragon Ball Super, it was in the very beginning, Goku and Vegeta are being forced by Bulma and Chi-Chi to go on a vacation. And they was promised they could not fight no matter what. No fighting, just vacation. So those four is out on vacation, right? Those four is out on vacation. They can take Trunks and Goten if they want to, whatever, whatever. Right, so they're on vacation. And there's an evil that comes up onto the planet, but that evil is not like a universal threat or anything. You can go maybe planetary or something like that. And they got like a little bit of an army group. It's like the first 10 to 15 episodes of Dragon Ball Super that I would start off with. And they got a little, a little army group. And what the idea was, was to, if we're if the end goal is to turn into power, this right here, this would have power up all the Z fighters, right? All the Z fighters would have came through together and they would have fought this evil Gohan being the strongest on the planet, I mean, on, uh, the strongest at that time, because Goku and them are off vacation-wise, he fights the big boss. The big boss is whipping his tail. Gohan has a revelation, and remember back in the past to where he needs to get back in the training because his dad and him is not always going to be around, and he has to keep reminding himself that dad was at one point dad was his dad was dead. And he was the strongest on the planet. Him and Vegeta was, but mostly him. And he needed to be. And he needed to get back in the training, especially now that he has a daughter 
or our daughter on the way and Pam. So this led to Gohan not only achieving mystic go uh, his mystic form, but a mystic form. Yeah, basically maxed out mystic form returns back to how he used to be. And he fought against whoever the big boss guy is. They have a little one V one. They go at it or whatever. Gohan wins, but he's tired and he needs to get back to training. And then this leads to Gohan needing to train again. And he goes and visit Piccolo. So on the days that, like off days or days off of work or so, he goes and he trains with Piccolo for about an hour or two, three hours or so of training to get back to his senses, his strength, his abilities. And then he's planning on surpassing it, you know. And they talk. he talks to the, the Kais about it and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I think your mystic form is the absolute most powerful form we've ever seen. You probably have more depth to it. You can probably surpass it and go even stronger or whatever. So that's why I ended up writing right there. And then the whole Beerus arc, instead of it be Goku to get the Super Saiyan God transformation, it's Mystic Gohan since Gohan was the absolute peak, most strongest being there. And then, of course, eventually Gohan, he hits the power, but he doesn't, like, he gets the transformation and stuff, but that's where he stops at. He gets a transformation. But he's mixing his mystic form with the Super Saiyan God transformation is what he's planning on doing while Goku and Vegeta get the God form and then they keep going that way. And if you want to add in the blue and stuff, that's up to y'all. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. I would have never done it. I would have put in depths to where this is Super Saiyan God level one. And then there's like once you get to Beerus's level, that's level a thousand that's a level one hundred, and that's where you at your absolute most powerful form. In my personal opinion, that's what I would have done. And then you can keep, you can do this, you can still do the story arcs and stuff or whatever. But it's also involved, you know, Mystic Go, uh, Gohan getting the Mystic form mixed with Super Saiyan God transformation, to where he's his potential is he's higher than both Goku and Vegeta with potential. Potential alone, he's way more powerful than both of them, no matter what. He was the strongest non-fusion character in the Dragon Ball universe, so I would have kept that pushing. Goten and Trunks, I would have wrote them to get a little bit older, get to that round on that teen Gohan age that we don't that we don't see, get them to around that age and still have them training and fighting and getting stronger themselves to where the term of the power comes around. That's even a better team. Not only that, not only that, but future Trunks, well his storyline was his universe was destroyed by Zeno. So I was like how can y'all just give him a spaceship to go find a new universe? You can't do that. So instead, what I'm happening would be Trunks stayed in the current day. They go talk to Zeno about it, Beerus about it, Wiz to make sure it's okay from everybody. And they say, yes, yeah, okay. So Trunks there can go ahead and he could dye his hair. Or he can keep his hair blue, I guess, because the little Trunks is still hair is purple. So... Not only is he staying in this universe, now he stays, now he's around family and stuff, pretty much a new version of his family or whatever, and everyone's still alive in this universe, so he's not have to worry that much. That's that's how I end up doing it. That's just me. Mason has a new whole it's a new tournament of power team. Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, Trunks, Team Trunks, Team Goten. You got Piccolo at seven, and you can toss in uh the androids. Which is two of them, and then you can have TN as number ten. So TN technically would be the weakest member there. That's how I did it. That's me. That's it. That's rant. Like I said, it took me about three days to do this. I would have. I probably would have finished it yesterday, but I was so tired. I didn't. I didn't feel like it. Share this everywhere. I'm sorry for the wait. 
But, hey, y'all know what's up. And if you're, yeah, that's it.